Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, New York, and the rest of our listeners around the globe. My name is June Stoyer, and I'm the host of the Organic View Radio Show. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Zoom, and all major podcast providers. So if you can't catch the show live, you can download it or simply use our free podcast player, which is available on our website at www.theorganicview.com. If you'd like to connect with us, please post a question on our wall on Facebook or send me a tweet at June Stoyer on Twitter. If you'd like to be on the show or would like to find out about sponsorship opportunities, please contact us at questions at theorganicview.com. On today's show, Scott King from the Chamber of Commerce with the city of Sevierville, Tennessee, will talk about ecotourism as well as the history of the city of Sevierville. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Scott King. Good afternoon, Scott, and welcome to the show. Good afternoon, June. So glad to talk with you this afternoon. I hope your listeners can understand some of this southern accent that I have. I think you will go over very well with a lot of our listeners that will especially appreciate your fine southern accent and will be quite interested in learning more about you. Speaking of which, can you share a little bit about yourself with our listeners? Yes, Gene, I sure can. Well, Gene, you know, there's two things I have in common with Dolly Parton. We were both born and raised here in Sevierville, Tennessee. Growing up in the shadows of the Great Smoky Mountains has been so great. And being able to travel and see the world with my job has been great. But being able to come back home to Sevierville has been the best. I've actually been in this position for a little over 15 years now. So I've got to travel and see quite a bit of the nation and the world. But I can say nothing like coming back home to the Smoky Mountain area in Sevierville. Recently, I had the opportunity to meet up with you in Sevierville. And let me tell you, I fell in love with the city I found so many things to do, so many different attractions, not to mention the fact that the people are just amazing. I highly recommend that if you have an opportunity, visit the city of Sevierville. A lot of people think about destinations like Disney or Las Vegas or the Poconos when they want to travel with their families. For me, the city of Sevierville has so much to offer for so many different people. Scott, Can you explain to our listeners what exactly makes Sevierville so different from these other places? Oh, yes, sure you can, June. Well, Sevierville is located by the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. I'm not sure if some of your listeners know this, but the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the most visited national park in the United States. Although we have all the different attractions, restaurants, shopping, and other locations have, we give you that true southern hospitality. We're also very affordable for all families of all ages, from families with kids to grandparents, even girlfriends getaways, and even guy getaways. You have so much here to offer, and as you said, the people are true and honest and and give you that true Southern hospitality feel when you're here. One of the things that really impressed me was the fact that I saw families walking late at night together. I saw couples walking the strip together. Can you share some of the statistics about the city of Sevierville with our listeners? Just how safe is the 
city? Well, we're very safe. Uh, we have a very low crime rate, and we're very proud of that. You know, although we are uh, a tourist destination, our crime rate is extremely low. And, and for your listeners, I think the best way to describe it is imagine walking down the streets of Mayberry where people just say hello and wave to you. That's how our area and how Sevierville is. It almost seemed surreal that I saw couples walking late at night, you know, from one restaurant or attraction, what have you, and to see that, you really don't find that, especially in a big city. And all I thought to myself was, wow, that is something that you just don't see anymore. I almost feel like Sevierville is one of the greatest destinations for families, for couples, what have you, and it's almost like the best-kept secret. Well, I have to agree with you on that. People feel safe when they're here. You know, you do have people walking the streets, walking the strip. You have families, you have couples, you have older folks who are walking the streets and going from the different attractions and restaurants. And they feel safe. You know, we're very proud of that. We're extremely proud of how we've been able to keep that small town feel to actually being in a major resort tourist destination. What I also thought was really interesting were the hotel combinations. Nowadays, a lot of people are traveling with their pets. Can you share with our listeners, especially for people who do travel with their dogs, what have you, what are the accommodations that are available? Well, our hotel accommodations are outstanding. Uh, We do have several pet-friendly hotel properties and cabin properties, uh, and we have hotels to fit every budget from higher-end properties to the budget conscious. What also makes us very unique is that we have some upscale mountain cabins that are fully furnished, and they have Wi-Fi, your big-screen TVs, hot tubs, jacuzzis, game rooms in them. And the great thing about it is with there's, there's no commercial building located inside the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. This gives you the feeling of staying in the National Park but with the comforts of home. And these are fully gated communities. So, again, you can feel safe, but you can walk, you can hike. Some of the cabins even have their own private swimming pools. We have the largest water park resort in the state of Tennessee. It has two outdoor water parks one indoor water park so it's perfect for families getting away because you have the feeling of being at the beach but in the mountains wow once again it's something that you don't come across that often and in this day and age where people really need to disconnect it's so incredibly important to be able to do just that and also take advantage of everything that's available especially in the smoky mountains i could not get over the sights when I was visiting the Smoky Mountains, there's so many different trails, there's so many different activities, guided tours, what have you. It's just breathtaking, some of these sites, and you really have to experience this firsthand. That's correct. I mean, we have so many activities just within the National Park itself, and there's a lot of free activities that we have here. With the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, in your backyard, it offers some of the best hiking trails available. And that's from one-mile hikes to the most strenuous hike, which is up to the top of Mount Lacoste. But there's also some great places like Cage Cove, which offers a history of the way the mountain people lived, and there's still cabins, churches, and other structures that are still standing. Also, there's lots of wildlife can be seen as well, from black bear to deer, elk, and wild turkey. 
and for the plant enthusiasts in your audience, we have some of the most unique plants in the world. We are an international biosphere, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is. So scientists from all over the world come here to study on plants and trees to see if they can find natural cures for diseases. Another great thing that we have that happens every June is it's a very unique display that nature puts on right here, and it's only here in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, is the synchronized fireflies. And June, I believe you got to preview that a little bit. Yes, I did, and it was amazing. It's one of those things that you have to experience for yourself. You can't read about it. You can't watch it in a video. You have to be there. I kind of felt as though I was experiencing something like the fireworks from the 4th of July without the noise and without the smell of the fireworks. Here you are in the Smoky Mountains. It's pitch black. You cannot see even a foot in front of you. And you're surrounded by nature. You're surrounded by these fireflies that are glowing simultaneously all around you. And there is nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing like this experience on this planet. You, can, you have to experience this yourself. And the thing is, is that it doesn't cost anything to do so. So I know there were a lot of families that I spoke to when I was up there and a lot of photographers environmentalists, nature lovers, people who just really appreciate all the things that can be found in a mountain region like the Smokies and, once again, breathtaking. That's the best way that I can describe it. You're, you're exactly right, June. It is. It's extremely breathtaking. And the way our area is made with the Great Smoky Mountains, it's like traveling from Georgia to Maine when you travel up the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Of course, you're going through a part of the Appalachian Trail, which is very, very famous for people hiking. Um, but you have that type of foliage that's located in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and that's why scientists from all over the world come and study here because plants are surviving here, and they're trying to find out these cures for the natural diseases. So it's, it's helping everyone. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And on top of that, you actually have a community of beekeepers who will be on the show at a later point who are actually working together to help educate other people about the importance of our pollinators as well as our honeybees. This group of fellas are part of a company called the Mojo Honeybee Company, and they're just amazing. I had the opportunity to visit their operation. I even went into the man cave where they process the honey and what a beautiful group of people that truly want to educate others about the importance of our bees and Scott I never expected to meet such fine people. The people that you met are the people that are here and have lived here in Sevierville their entire lives. These are people and they want to preserve that history and heritage because that's what happens. People used to raise have bees and raise them for honey, for food. And they want to bring back that history and heritage, but they're doing it all natural. So they can have that natural honey, which is what everyone is looking for right now. Another thing that I thought was really outstanding is your composting plant. As a certified master composter, I was blown away by what the city is doing to process waste. 
Scott, can you take a moment and just share with our listeners about the plant and why you have developed a zero-waste plant? This whole process, I really think, is a template for other cities to follow. Gene, you're right. We have some of the best composting facilities in the world. And the reason is the city, several years ago, thought we are a major resort destination. We have got to come up with a plan for garbage. So they have created this composting facility, and it is almost zero waste. And people from China, Japan, United Kingdom, have been coming here to study this to Tennessee to look at our composting facility to see how we are doing it, because it is almost zero waste. I am just so amazed that this is what's going on in Sevierville. I never thought in a million years that by taking a trip to Tennessee, especially in Sevierville, which is not too far from Knoxville, that I would experience so many different things that support the environment, that support nature, that really encourage families to do things together, to also encourage time to kind of, you know, kick back and just rejuvenate. It was just such an amazing trip, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself the entire time. And one thing that I do want to mention is my trip to Dollywood. I have never in my life been to a theme park, had so much fun, and not go on one ride. There was just so much to do. Between the music, the food, and all of the exhibits, especially there's a sanctuary there for birds of prey that was just amazing. Scott, can you share with our listeners a little bit about the history of Dollywood? I thought that was quite interesting, as well as some of the things that are going on now. Yes, June. Dolly Parton wanted to have a theme park. She'd been thinking about this for many years. And when Dolly thought of the idea, she came up with it from seeing the Hollywood sign in Hollywood. She was like, this is what I want to call it. I want it to be Dollywood. Dollywood is just celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. But the reason Dolly started Dollywood was for her family to actually have jobs. So many people here were not graduating from high school. And it was her family as well. Dollywood is very unique. It has the thrill rides. It has the roller coasters. It has the family-friendly rides. But there, as you said, there's over 30 live music shows per day. And Dolly has also separated the park into different sections. One of my favorite spots, as you just mentioned, was Craftsman's Valley. That is where the Bird of Prey show is. Craftsman's Valley is where Dolly wanted to keep the native African crafts still being produced. So Dolly wanted to keep those folks coming and visiting the theme park to see those native crafts. You can see broom making, blacksmithing, glass blowing, candle making. She wants to keep that history and heritage alive for future generations. She also has a beautiful theater called the Dream Song Theater and I actually posted a few clips on YouTube. I couldn't get over the fact that she has family members that are really talented working at the park and they get along. I even said to her niece, I said, you know, if I didn't see it with my own two eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. The fact that her family is so incredibly talented and plus they like each other. 
I don't know of any large family that can say the same thing, unless you're talking about the Waltons, which was, no, that's Hollywood. But in real life, I don't know of any family that has so much talent. Well, maybe the Osmonds. That was really something. It, it is. And, and Dolly did come from a huge family, a family of 13. And so, yeah, they do like each other. And they do get along. And it's very musical. That was one of the things that Dolly's parents did with them was, you are going to church on Sundays, but you are going to play an instrument. You're going to sing. You need to have this. And that's sort of where they come up with that. And that's where they have kept that history and heritage uh, of the mountains alive is in their, their song and in their uh, music. Even the people that work at the park, I was really pleased to see how pleasant they are, how knowledgeable they are, and how happy they are. And with all the people that I've spoken to, and I've spoken to a lot of people while I was visiting Tennessee, not one person had anything negative to say about Dolly Parton. She is really somebody who truly gives back, and that's quite evident, especially with the Imagination Library. Scott, can you take a moment and talk about the library and what Dolly's foundation is trying to do? Yeah, Dolly actually, you know, she was born and raised here, and Dolly is 69 this year. She'll be 70 in January, and she promotes Tennessee and the Great Smoky Mountains wherever she goes. But one of the best things that she ever wanted to do was start the Imagination Library. It started here in Sevierville. And this foundation was started because her dad could not read or write. Yet, as Dolly would say, he was one of the smartest men that she ever knew. Uh, the Imagination Library is where a child is born until the child enters kindergarten. They receive a book a month. There's no charge to the family or the child. They just have to enroll in the program. And this program was so successful, it has went countywide, then it went statewide, it is now nationwide, and it's also in Canada, the United Kingdom, and in this past year, Dolly just launched it in Australia. And, folks, I actually had the pleasure of interviewing David Dotson, who's the president of the Imagination Library, who will be on a future segment of The Organic View, so please look out for that interview. But, yes, yeah, Scott, she is just really something. And I actually spoke to some of the kids who were recipients of those books, and one little girl actually had two of the books with her, and she said, I got these books from Dolly Parton. The look on her face was priceless. This is a little girl who felt as though the world was given to her in the form of a book. I just could not get over the gratitude of these kids. I mean, you have kids that are given these books at such a young age. They really value it, and the foundation is just amazing. I was surprised to learn that illiteracy is a very big problem still. In this day and age, with all the education, with all the computers that are out there, with all the different things that we have in this world as far as technology, kids still don't know how to read. You're right, June. They do not know how to read, and that's where... Dolly is known as the book lady. They may not know Dolly Parton as a singer or as an actress. She has kids now who know her as the book lady. They go to the mailbox once a month to get their book. They get mail under their name, which, you know, for a 
three-year-old, four-year-old, that's a big deal is to get something in the mail with your name on it. And it comes from Dolly Parton. Uh, and it's a book that your parents can sit and read with you at night. And when they're done, they get right at 60 books. Unbelievable. She is a very kind, compassionate, and very considerate lady also. I think it's so nice that the books are addressed to that child, and it's something that comes in the mail just for them. I think that's a great way to jumpstart their education and to get them directly involved with their own future career as a student, which will help them wherever they go in this world, because that truly is the foundation for every child, a good, solid education. Now, on that note, Scott, isn't there a new resort that's opening up? Yes, Dolly has actually opened up a new resort. It's actually just opened up this week. It's called Dream More, uh, and that's what she has done. She wants people to dream more about everything that they're doing. Um, the resort has just opened up. It's a little over 300 rooms. It is high-end. It has full-service spa. It has a restaurant on site. It's located adjacent to Dollywood and her water park resort. Uh, Dollywood Splash Country. Um, it is a new game changer in our lodging properties that we have in the area. So we are extremely excited about this new property. Uh, what Dolly wanted to do was to, again, as she always does, is to have the families get together. So there is fire pits. There is porch swings. There is rocking chairs. So the families can sit and, as you said, relax, recharge, and renew while they're on vacation. That's something that a lot of families aren't able to do because, for the most part, it's too expensive. I know for a lot of the families that have talked to me about the recent trips that they've taken, lately it's gotten to the point where if a family wants to go on vacation together, they have to really pick and choose what things they want to do and how much they're spending because the cost of traveling as a family is astronomical. And the fact that she's making this affordable for families is unheard of, especially in this day and age where everything has such a high ticket. You are correct. And that's what one of the things that Dolly wanted to do was to keep it accessible and keep it affordable for families. And that's the great thing about our entire area. There are so many different attractions, and with her theme park, Dollywood, uh, there is so much to do, but it's very fo affordable for families. Uh, and we see families that come on vacation here three, four, five times a year. They'll take those little mini vacations. Um, it sort of does help, though, that we're within a day's drive of three-quarters of the U.S. population, uh, but it sort of does help. There's so much to do here. Uh, from outdoor adventure to hiking to biking to horseback riding, flat water rafting, zip lining, helicopter rides, it's very affordable for families. What about the winter activities? What kind of skiing activities? And do you have snowboarding and snowmobiling? Yes. In the winter time, yes, we do get snow here, more on top of the mountain than we do here in the base of the valley where Sevierville is located. But there are snow activities. There is snowboarding. There is snow skiing. There is something to do all 12 months out of the year. And that's the great thing about our area, too, is that we have four seasons. 
You have them all. And it's been great for us that you can come no matter when you come. The attractions are open. The families are coming. And it's just great no matter when you come throughout the year. Scott, I know that this is part of Tennessee's history, but it's such a a great part of the history, and that's moonshine. I know that there are a lot of jokes from us Yankees up north, but you have to admit, moonshine, and especially the wineries, they are a great attraction. Can you talk about some of the companies and just some of the tours that are going on to allow people who are visiting to understand how both moonshine is made as well as some of the vineyards, what what they're producing? Yes, Gina, sure can. We actually have some great wineries that are here in the area. And these wineries, as you said, will do tasting tours. They will also show you the process of how the grapes are processed. But we don't just have grapes, grape wines. We actually have uh, one of the wineries that we have is the Apple Barn and Cider Mill Winery, and they do apple-flavored wines. We also have Hillside Winery, which does your traditional grapes, your champagnes. Uh, Another winery that we have is Eagle Springs Winery, and it's made with honey-based wines. So they will show you the process of how they make the wine, and then you get to taste the, the finished product when it's done. And as you said, Moonshine. Moonshine is one of the fastest growing spirits right now. And, of course, it was sort of founded here in our area. Gentlemen decided to make it uh, legal several years ago, and there is all different types of moonshine. Uh, it has your traditional, your white lightning is what you call it, which is your clear moonshine. But there is apple pie flavored, blackberry flavored, strawberry, peach. This summer they came up with a margarita flavored and a pina colada flavored moonshine. They will show you the process of how they use the corn, process it down, make the moonshine, and then taste it at the end. How much alcohol is in a moonshine? Well, moonshine can have different amounts of alcohol. There is some al- some of it has 90 proof, and they actually created a new moonshine. It's called Blue Flame, which is 130 proof. Wow. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine the possibilities. We need to have you come back just to give a talk about moonshine all by itself, and I'm sure that our listeners will love that. I mean, not only is it a part of American history, but it's a thriving industry, especially with these small-scale breweries, and stills where you have people that are crafting their own spirits. It's you're, it's part of American history. You're absolutely correct, June. In fact, some of our local colleges and community colleges now are offering classes on moonshine distillery or craft breweries where people can learn that craft. And that is their their job is it's create these things, and it is one of the fastest-growing segments uh, in the world right now. And we are very happy to have some great wineries and great moonshine distilleries in our area. It sort of lends itself to our area with being in the Great Smoky Mountains. And what most people don't realize is 
NASCAR, that's how it started, was from moonshine just running. So you're right. I could actually talk a whole segment just on moonshine itself. Well, Scott, I invite you to come back at a future point. And it has just been wonderful talking to you about the city of Sevierville and all the different things that are going on there. And the fact that it really has become America's premium destination for families as well as for ecotourism. It's such a beautiful city, and I just want to tell you I will definitely be back, and I appreciate the opportunity to experience what I did with the fireflies. I thought it was just breathtaking. Now, once again, that's that's the best word that I can come up with. It's just it's something that people really need to see for themselves. You're absolutely right. Our entire area is just lends itself to everything, but the fireflies is something different and unique that you cannot get anywhere else in the world. And that does take place the end of May and the first of June. Um, so that is great for us. Um, but you're right, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me this afternoon. And, you know, if people want more information, they can visit our website, which is www.visitsevereville.com. There is all types of information on there, a little bit more history and heritage, even more information about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And, of course, I would be remiss if I did not say even Dolly Parton. There's a whole section on Dolly Parton herself. So, Scott, thank you so much. It, it really has been a pleasure. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. And, folks, please check out the companion article, which will be available on theorganicview.com, as well as my collection of pictures that I took, not only of the outdoors and of the people, but all the different things that I experienced while I was at Dollywood, as well as some of the other things that I experienced. It's just such an incredibly beautiful place. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been June Stoyer with the Organic View Radio Show. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.